Hey guys, welcome back to the Politican Podcast. I'm your host, Rogue Bushy. I'm here with Nafil and uh, someone new today. His name is Shaz. Wagwan, Wagwan. Anyways, um, how are you guys? You know the vibes, bro. You know the vibes. Bless. So everyone knows Nafil, but no one knows you, Shaz. Everyone knows me. Why are you tapping, fam? Everyone knows Shaz. All right, Shaz, tell us who doesn't know Shaz about yourself, man. Yo, who are you? Yo, young boy, Shaz. Pakistani. Pakistani, how old are you? Pakistani, what? How old are you? Yo, I'm uh, 25. 25? What do you Quarter do? century. What, what do I do? do? Yo, I launder money. <laughs> Yo, Shaz is one that's of the why, worst that's people. That's why I got bitch. Because I honestly Shaz thought he was never, so good. He can never be serious for the life of What's the point of being serious, fam? Huh? Yo, honestly, I got my CPA just to launder money. Yo, Shaz, be honest. <laughs> How could you, could you launder money? Yo, I could for sure. Like, it's not that hard. Have you watched Ozark? I watched like one episode. Yo, you would love Ozark. Yeah, honestly, yo, my dad loves that show. If you're really actually watch it, if you're really into like accounting for real, like I feel like you would fuck with Ozark. I mean, yo, I'll take it in. I watched one episode. It was was interesting. You gotta watch first season. First season is pretty good. You finished it? No, I only watched first (laughs) season. Yo, if it's one of those, you just watch the first season. It's not. No, 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 it's good. I seen the whole thing. Okay, it feels really good, and I feel like you'd like it. Down, I feel like. I feel because money laundering is just exciting, bro. (laughs) You're done. I'll do I'm it so for your studio. It, Say bad. Let's do it. Yo, do my taxes this year, bro. I'm yeah, I haven't even done my oh, own taxes. Oh, you can't do taxes, no? No, I mean, I can. For... Turbo okay. tax, you know? Turbo, Turbo tax. Turbo tax? It's yeah, free, yeah, yeah. fam. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you can save me Yo, I still get it done myself. here and there, right? Yeah, fam. Tax evasion. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But yeah. Oh, okay, so… Alright, let me, let, me, let, me, let me take over this. So… So, obviously… For the people who don't know, Shaz is a rapper. Shaz raps. And like, I'm not even going to cap. Out of everybody I know, lyrically, Shaz is… Shaz is probably… Out of everyone I know, Shaz is probably the most lyrical rapper I know. Mm-hmm. Much love. No cap. Much love. But I, what I want to know is… what, How how <laughs> did you go into accounting? Like how… Okay, so when did you realize you want to rap? Yo, so honestly, I started rapping when I was in grade 7. When I was 12 years old. Um, and it's a long story, but basically what happened is, so ever We're since I was like, story. ever since like, even I was a young and like seven years old, um, yeah. I was uh, actually living overseas in Pakistan. Okay. And Where in Pakistan? In Lahore. Okay. So okay. obviously prior to like seven years old, I was, all I knew was Bollywood. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to be a Bollywood singer? No, no, right? you didn't, you didn't. Yo, know actually I sang… A Bollywood track called Hona Ho. Yeah. In front of like 500 people when I was nine years old. Jeez. So like, yeah, that shit was like… Bollywood always a big part of my life. Okay, for sure. Okay. And it's always had an influence. Who's, like, think, who's your think, favorite actor? I think… Op- no, I think… Favorite op- actor is Akshay Kumar. Okay, I don't know for who sure. that is. You know Akshay Kumar? No, I don't. Bro, how do you not know? <laughs> what the hell? Bro, I actually don't know anything Are about Bollywood. Are you from Pakistan, fam? Huh? Are yeah. you actually from Pakistan? Yeah. Bro, I just don't know Bollywood, fam. Okay, okay. Who you know? Huh? Literally nobody. You know Shah Rukh Khan? I feel like for all Pakistanis, no matter how, like, I, especially early on in life, Bollywood is actually like an integral part of your growing up. Bro, I saw three, I saw three or four Bollywood I, movies. I in my honestly life. think that's how I really, really learned music. How to understand Hindi. Urdu? Oh, Hindi? Hindi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that kind of taught me how to speak Urdu too, how to understand Urdu. Yo, Urdu. one thing I never for understood sure. is why in the movies do they break down to like random, like, Okay, anyways, can, well, that's the that's the genre. It's Yo, literally that's musical. so like vital for a Bollywood movie. Yeah, man. and people love that, bro. That's uh, what distinguishes Bollywood. And, and I, yeah, yeah, like that's what makes it exciting. 
Yeah, People love that shit. Like, anyways, yo. So, anyway, so, so, <coughs> how'd you go from singing Kalhona Ho <laughs> at nine years old? So, so, yo, when I was like seven years old, so my, my mom, quick backstory, she grew up in Canada. So, she grew up in Ajax when like everyone was white. Oh, so, now you know in, in, in Brampton. Word. So, you're talking like, like 80s, 90s? Yeah. So, she grew okay. up in Ajax in the 70s hmm. and um, 80s, obviously. And uh, it's funny because if you look at her class photos, she's the only brown person there. Yo, and now it's that. the reverse. Can I ask how how she get how she go how she get to Ajax, bro? Yo, cause like I, I don't know the full details, but um, basically like, my grandma's cousin he moved to Canada yeah. in the seventies, and then he obviously sponsored them, and somehow they ended up in Ajax. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, she grew up in Ajax, and so because she grew up in Canada, um, she kind of she knew the ins and outs of like music to some degree, so she showed me. She's like, yo, you gotta listen to LL Cool J. Mama said, knock you out. She, you gotta listen to Snoop Dogg. But she's okay, like, don't okay. listen to Snoop Dogg too much because he has dirty lyrics. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Eminem, this and that. So when I was like um, seven or eight, she bought me my first Eminem CD. Okay. And, okay. and it's the okay. one where he has those crossed fingers and he's yeah, yeah. across his chest. And this is in Pakistan? Yeah. So literally, it's around Pakistan the time… loves Eminem. They love oh Eminem. Oh my God. It's crazy. Like, yo, a lot of his fans… Yeah, actually… They love yeah. Eminem, bro. Facts. It's not even just uh, Pakistan. It's India. It's all of South Asia, man. They love Eminem. Because I, I think Eminem is a good introduction to hip-hop for yeah. people. Especially because like… Especially because I think what hip-hop does… What hip-hop was for South Asia was like a… Like a rebellious thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was like a response to the societies of… Like the very fixed society of South Asia. And it's so like… And Eminem's so like harsh, which kind of makes it cool. I feel like well, there's also because um, I mean, like I feel like the average kid um, over there for some reason could relate to Eminem more. Yeah, because yeah. they can't relate to a lot of like, even though Fifty Cent was actually really big there as well, but he was big everywhere. Bro, Fifty Cent's amazing. Fifty Cent, like yo, no to cap. this day, like in the club is still bumping. Yeah. Um. So but, anyway, so you got so you got the Eminem uh, mixtape mixtape. The so yeah, I got what? that and just uh, that's around when Eminem show came out. So that's like 2002. Yeah. I was bumping that, Just Lose It, all those tracks. 8 Mile came out around yeah, yeah, that yeah. time too. Uh-huh. And 8 Mile, for some reason, just throughout my life had a huge fucking impact on me. For how, sure. many, how many times you watched it? I watched 8 Mile, I can't even count. At least, maybe even like over 50 times. Yeah. So you yeah. can, you for can sure. say scene for scene what happens. I can rap the last few battles word for word. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah, yeah, no yeah. cap. Uh-huh. Um, Yo, 8 Mile created a generation of people who loved. Yeah. No, I mean like… I I fuck with that movie You know what 8 Mile is to me? 8 Mile is… 8 Mile to hip-hop is what Need for Speed is to car culture. Yo. It's like the most wanted… No, literally. You know, Need for Speed create… Like, people who are into car culture, Need for Speed Speed is their their Bible. It's their Bible, bro. They can name every scene. And same, people who love… Especially people who love ciphers and battle rap. Of course. Yeah. Oh man. 8 Mile for them was everything, bro. It was a holy grail. He can't get with me. He's fitting this shit. He could be licking his shots. Fickity, fickity, spit, lickity. Yeah, I don't know. I know this shit, bro. I don't remember that Like the back of my hand. But um, yeah. Okay, so, so you're getting on to Eminem at this time. You're listening to… I'm just listening to straight Eminem, 50 yeah. Cent. Anyone who's mainstream around that time. Mostly whatever comes on the radio. I was obviously a little kid. So I can only get… As many CDs, as, like as, yeah, couple as you CDs. Have access to. Yeah, so wait, yeah. How old are you at this point? This is from like seven to ten or eleven. So okay. my my man, at like seven, I was literally yo. I, so thing. another thing is, I moved around a lot throughout my life. And yeah, like I wasn't just in one place. At this point, are you moving throughout Pakistan? Or are you moving throughout like Canada? So at that point, like from seven to ten, 
So like literally um seven to seven to eleven. Seven to eleven. So basically seven eleven. Like grade grade six. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. when I came back to Canada. Yeah. So I've done elementary, middle, and high school in both countries. Oh, okay. So you're going oh, back yeah, and forth. Okay. So I moved back and forth a lot. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, till I was like eleven, it was straight just Eminem, fifty cent. Um, just going down that rabbit hole. And then when I got to middle school. At this time, and, and are you still really into Bollywood at this time? Or is it just… Um, I mean, I'm into it in the sense that my family is always putting it on. But you're, you yourself Yo, aren't bumping okay. it. I wasn't consciously myself intentionally going and listening to Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah, yeah. did that. But it was just kind of growing up. It was just part of the… It's just always there. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, okay. in the background all the time. Alright, so… Um, so then when I was 11, that's the Lil Wayne era. So oh, when I was in, that's when I was in middle school. You yeah, guys were yeah. in elementary then. So… That shit, like, I think that's when he put out um, tracks like Leather So Soft, Stunting Like My Daddy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You Ain't Know. Like that, Lollipop. Yeah, like, yeah. The, so you're talking um, the Carter Kanye West 2 era. Yeah. You're talking yeah. the Carter 2. Yeah. Um, that was the Carter 2, right? With Lollipop? Lollipop was the Carter 3, I'm talking no? Carter 2, Carter 3. Carter 2, Carter yeah. 3. Yeah, yeah. Early mixtapes, like the, the And like, like Father Like Son. Yeah, yeah like Father Like crazy. Son was a classic, crazy. man. Yeah. Bareback, I feel like awesome. I slept on. Yeah, yeah. Um, that so was, was a, like, that was a huge era, bro. People. That's I when I started rapping. People, people sleep on Lil Wayne, man. For sure. But Lil so Wayne inspired so many artists. Yeah. So I started rapping around that time. Like my first by rap. Uh, yeah, just by myself. But my first rap was a diss track towards one of my boys because uh, he had these shoes. Shit? He had these shoes. Uh-huh. These uh, McGrady shoes. These ball shoes that look like literally like dicks. Okay. And so people used to make fun of him for that all the time. Uh-huh. So then I just wrote a rap on it. Okay. And uh, yeah, I just showed my boys and everyone was dying. So like, that was my first… That's uh, when you knew you had the talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I oh, that's when you, that. you realized you enjoyed doing it. Yeah, because it's just uh, like… The way I was able to put it together and just the reaction I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yo, like growing up… Like I played sports. Like I, I, I was okay at school. But I was never amazing at anything, at anything until sport. I started rapping. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I, and I obviously, you. I wasn't amazing in grade 7. It was shit. Like, if I go yeah, back, I don't yeah, even know yeah, what yeah. I said back. But, but you fell in love with, like, that process of putting yeah. words together. Yeah, for sure. Turning it into something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, basically it. But then what happened is, my next phase rap was just a completely old school phase. Okay, Where okay. I went straight into, like, Nas, Pac, Biggie, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z, and this, You're talking about the way it was listening? You're talking about… Your, your writing. Right, this no, I'm po- saying more listening, but that impacted my writing. That's yeah, why yeah. to this day, you're saying yeah. I'm more lyrical than a lot of guys you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of that. Uh-huh. Even though I don't listen to much old school now. So is this around like high school now or? This is starting grade 8. This is actually when Eminem came back because he had this hiatus for like 4-5 yeah, yeah, years, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was uh, in and out of rehab and shit. Yeah, yeah. When he put out Relapse, yeah. that's kind of what triggered it back. Then I, I switched over from Mainstream shit, and I just went down the rabbit hole of old school. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. um, yeah, like I was heavy on Nas, Biggie, just trying to listen to all the old school classic albums, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with that. Yeah. So it was like, cause I always liked words and poetry. Yeah. But I wasn't around people that are just doing poetry. I was around like hip hop and people that love music. Yeah. Things like that. And uh, at this point, also, I was back in Pakistan. Okay, so. So I came back to Canada in grade six. Mm-hmm. I went back to Pakistan in grade eight. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm listening to all this old school shit there. And I'm like the only one doing it because everyone else is listening to heavy metal. It's weird because like over yeah. there, especially like the school that Bro, I went heavy to. Heavy metal is big in Pakistan. They love heavy metal. 
Um, you never got into it, eh? I got into it very loosely. Like, I listened to a couple, like, Iron Maiden tracks, Metallica, okay, Cradle okay. of Filth, but I could never get it. It's too much screamo shit, bro. Like, I was, was never on that emo shit or that death metal shit. It's too, it was too, uh, shaitani, you know? <laughs> Even though rap's pretty shaitani, that shit was too much for me. So, um, it was kind of like I just stuck to the rap shit even there. And I actually even performed two or three times there. Oh, like on, that was the first time, like, like, like school performances or? Yeah, school. Okay, that's cool. That's um, cool. I had this guy. Uh, Please tell me rapped in Urdu though. Nah, nah, I rapped in English. Oh, but God. I rapped like one of those like mainstream tracks. Like I think oh, okay, I rapped okay. Forever. Remember Forever oh, okay. by Drake. So else's track that you Yeah, I didn't okay. even do my own shit there. Um, so yeah, I had this boy and he grew up in Pakistan but he could rap. Mm-hmm. So me and him just performed. Together? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty stage. cool. Yeah. So then what? Then you went back to Canada? I moved back to Canada again, yeah, in grade um, 11, so around 2011. Okay, and then you're still rapping or no? So when I came back, I was rapping. That's when I first, um, one of my uncles bought me my first mic. It was like a $50, $60 mic, but I used it. What mic was it? Do you know? You know Sure? Sure? Yeah, which one? Uh, SM70? Something like that? SM70B? Yeah, I think it was that. That's not a cheap mic. Yeah, I know. It was sick for that time. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I had no interface, nothing. I was just using my laptop. Um, super, every time you record, it's super delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the quality is kind of shit. You didn't know shit, what you were doing. But I was still using it. I recorded a track off that. Yeah, okay. And it was hard. Do you still have it today? It's probably in the archive somewhere, but I probably yeah, lost yeah. it. I still remember it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and then later on, I went and bought a Audio Technica. What was it? Um, interface? AT... 2020? Yeah, yeah. 802020. Yeah, and the fucking uh, Steinberg, Steinberg CI1. Jeez. And these text monitors. And then I started rapping. Okay, okay. But even then, it was weird because I came back to Canada yeah. because I was doing super shit in school in Pakistan. Oh, so I just word. didn't give a fuck. So you know how it's like you always send your kids back to Pakistan? <laughs> yeah, they sent me here, to Canada? Bro. Yeah. God damn, he was really doing some fucked up shit me. then. But, uh, yo, no, Pakistan school is hard, bro. And I wasn't paying attention at all. Like, we'd be skipping classes and doing kid? dumb shit. You were a bad yeah, kid? Yeah, it's the, the man that I used to show it. Yeah, yeah. I you still know him to this day. Um, did, did, they, did, did they remain fucked up when you went to Canada? <laughs> or did yeah. they get their shit together too? I mean, most of them. A lot of them moved abroad and got their shit together. Uh-huh. A lot of them stayed fucked up. A lot of them I lost touch. Okay, okay. But, um, yeah, I came here because of that. And then I started just super… Like, I had to get my shit together because I had to go to uni. Yeah. And, yeah, um… Yeah. I was rapping more just on the side and I would perform like I did. Like talent shows and stuff? Yeah. I did like one, two performances at Fletcher's. Okay. So I did a culture show thing like in my final year, grade 12. And yeah. what did you do for that? I did, um, remember uh, Juicy by Biggie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took that and I took Mad City okay. by Kendrick. Yeah. And I did a mashup type of performance. Okay. So I first rapped on Juicy and then it… Did you cover it or did you… Nah, I rapped. Like, wrote my own shit. Okay, I got you. I was basically writing… Because it was a culture show, right? Yeah, Most yeah. people do like… About, shit about their own countries and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I did a culture of rap. So I just basically rapped about the history of rap. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Okay. But it was sick. Do you remember yeah. any um, of your lyrics or no? I remember everything, yeah. But I ha- I still have that performance recorded. Oh, uh-huh. that's sick. Yeah. I gotta see it. No, I gotta see how you looked back in the day. Yo, I mean, just minus the beard, fam. Okay, anyways. <laughs> continue, continue. So, um… Yeah, what's the question I forgot? So, this? so I, I, what I want to know is, how the fuck were you a bad kid? Like, you were, you weren't a, ner- a nerdy kid. Like, you weren't a math kid growing up because now you're, you're a fucking CPA. <laughs> like, how? Do, where's the turn? How does it work? 
Put us on game, you know? Yo, so... I wasn't... Until grade 11, I wasn't studying at all. And so I have um, basically my my mom's brother, my mamu. Yeah, yeah. In Urdu. Basically, he he was really good at math and everything. And he's super studious, right? Ever since he was... Um, ever since he was young, and he's been, he's been good at math and all this stuff. So he basically said, yo... Uh, he told my parents, just send him here. I'll send him where? Send him to back Canada. Oh, to Canada. I was okay. in Pakistan yeah, 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 at that yeah, time. Okay. And he said, send him back, basically. He'll stay with us. And put him on, trust and me, I'll put, put him on game. You'll straighten him out. So, yo, I, yeah. I was Were you basically, not cheesed? Were you cheesed? No, nah, like, I, was che- I wasn't cheesed because, yo, I was just bored of Pakistan at that time. Okay, okay. So you wanted to and go And I was back. like, yo, I know I got to go to uni in Canada anyways. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, might yeah. as well come back. So, so I basically did. I actually wasn't even cheesed. I begged my dad. I'm like, send me back. Okay, I didn't okay. know like yo how much shit I'm gonna be put on there in terms of like I had a super early curfew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live with my grandparents, so even more rules. Yeah. Because growing up in Pakistan, I had a lot of freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I used to up, be out fuck shit. all day. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. When I came here, it was literally study, study, study. So I never got to actually pursue my rap shit in high school like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Because one thing is okay, you have a hobby that's rapping. Yeah. And your parents or your grandparents would be cool with that. Do they, but once do they you're know like that you wanted to become a like a rapper? Yeah, but they always like kind of either put it to the side, yeah, or dismissed it or discouraged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand it. I'm not blaming them for it because I I know obviously growing up in uh, Pakistani culture like they view it as yo you got to be engineer, doctor, or lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. And anything but that just take it off the list. Yeah. Uh, especially rap. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to be a rapper? Um they know so or the their lowest. their what their idea or their uh I guess perception or when they envision rap, they think of whatever they think of and they yeah. think of a lot of fuck shit, right? And so it's like, please don't be a rapper. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> so, trying to do anything but Yeah, that. and it's like, oh, these rappers are dumb. They don't know shit. They just, you know, they profit off uh, basically ludity and uh, you say in every fitna. Yeah. Like basically just all this uh, dutty shit that they do <laughs> and you got to stay away from it. And so it's like, okay, you have it. Even to this day, mm-hmm. my parents will support it in the sense that, like, they know I'm sick. Yeah. So they'll support it as a hobby and they'll promote it to their friends and everything. Say, yeah. my, my son raps and this and that. Yeah, but yeah. once you say, yo, I want to take it further. Yeah. Then it's like, nah, because… Wait, wait. So, 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 don't, so, don't, so don't move ahead. So, okay. So your uncle said, yo, come fuck with me. I'm going to put you on game. And then you got, you got to Canada. Yeah. And he kind of… Actually got you on game like he he yeah, got he you into study, math study, study. and you were you were yeah uh, yeah for sure like he uh, in especially in the beginning phases I had to get used to it because I wasn't used to studying at all yeah yeah so he used to sit me down at the table every every day every and for like hours on end and uh, yeah I used to study with him and he would teach me like math specifically okay um over the time I got used to it and I just started studying on my own and asking shout, shout out to your uncle. Yeah, facts. Shout That's out to my hard. Uncle. That's my so uncle hard. put me on for sure. Yeah. Um, and so shout out to my grandparents too. Because you know, my that, parents that, were taking that because they know, don't want me. To, they don't want me to. No, but come that's back huge Canada. because yeah. it takes a lot of love. No, know? it's not. It's not that it takes a lot of love. What it is is like people, especially uncles, families. They'll always they'll, they'll always have something to say, but you never. It's very infrequent where you see that they create opportunities for you. Yeah, it wasn't like, just you know like, what I'm saying. Like he he didn't say yo Shaz is a a dumbass bro it's game. like he's like no 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 I'll put him on game I'll create opportunities for him even if he said that he still did something yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah like, that's what I'm saying like, like you like, can criticize but if you're not gonna do anything about it what's the point of criticizing yeah but yeah, if you yeah. criticize 
And you and you and help you too. And you build yeah. opportunities. And yo, the criticism is so. So at that point, you got into math. Like you started fucking with it. Or, or I didn't get. I'm not like a whiz at math. No, but no, no. Like, but I, I mean, did, did you start enjoying it? Um, to some extent, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> that point is like calculus and advanced functions and all this. Yeah. So, so, so then so, you're like, so then I enjoyed it to the extent that like I could, I could study, and um, I didn't enjoy it in the sense that I would rather do that over rap or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But over watching ball or anything. But obviously, it was just like, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it way more. But growing up, I just never. I was good in elementary. And then when I got to middle school, that's when it started going downhill. So, 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 wait, wait. so when okay. you're when you're when you started fucking with your uncle, is that when you decided that you want to become an accountant, or did he tell you like, "Yo, Shaz, you're gonna be an accountant"? I wanted to be. I still wanted like when I, when I think about professional career, I want to be a lawyer. Okay, to be yeah. honest, because I just I'm a big like debater. And yeah, I just yeah. love. Uh, I tried to tone it down now, but I love arguing with people. Yeah, so it's just in my well, nature. Like, so, at, yeah, so, so at that point, you wanted to be a lawyer. I still want to be a lawyer. Yeah, no, that no, point, no, but at that I, point, yeah, that point I wanted to be a lawyer. So then why'd you go into accounting? Honestly, I did accounting as a backup plan. <laughs> what People do normally do accounting as their main career. Yeah. How, I was like, how, yo, how'd you do that as a backup plan? Those are two it, different okay, careers. Yeah. So it's like, again, it's like huge family influence. For some reason, um, so my dad personally does not fuck with criminal lawyers at all. Okay. Like, he just thinks, thinks their work is sleaze, shady. Sleaze. Yeah, literally like yeah, yeah. liar, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he just knows criminal lawyers and, and the things that they have to do sometimes. Obviously. He's not completely um, wrong, I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, that's facts. It's, it's part of it's But part there's of other types of law too. Yeah, yeah anyways, yeah, sure, yeah sure, that sure. was, I guess, a stigma there. But, and I, then, mean, I mean, also with that being said, you, there's there's some, I'm sure as an accountant, there's some shit you got to do. Some of course, sleazy uh, shit. I told you, you know? I launder money, fam. Yeah, like, I'm sure anyways, there's some sleazy shit you got to do for that. I, uh, yeah, so my uncle was like, um, so the thing is, most people who want to go to law school, they go to uni and, and I'm not dissing it, but they do something like a humanities degree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or a BA or some shit like that. He, my uncle was kind of like, okay, what if you you do the BA, but then you don't want to be a lawyer anymore or you don't get into law school, which is almost impossible because like I know, like I had good grades even in BCom. Yeah. In my accounting. So I knew I could have made it, but he just kind of said like, especially if you want to do corporate law, if you do a business degree, yeah, it'll it also be better. to your favor. So I was just like, yo, there's nothing to lose. Like, worst case scenario, I won't have a high CGPA as I would have doing BA. Yeah. But at that point, you were like 17. You're like, okay, whatever. I can do accounting. I had super high grades in accounting. Like, okay. literally, like, I'm not capping. I had like 97s in accounting. In, okay. In grade 12 and 11. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a big thing too. I just saw the grade and I was like, I had good grades in other things, but I was like, this thing, this is easy. It'll make you money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even if you do a business degree, you're not stuck to that. If yeah. you do a BA and you don't go to law school, what yeah. are you going to do? Mm. People do say still. But I mean, like, I didn't see something lucrative or profitable. Like, So you said, the, all right, I'm going to go into… Yeah, so I just did accounting. Um, and in my program, you could specialize in marketing, finance, or accounting. But I still I still picked accounting. Okay. Yeah. So you so then you finished your degree in accounting. And then why did you decide to go further in accounting and not go for law school after your BA? I, at okay. So at the end of fourth year, um, the main reason was because during university, I already was getting jobs in accounting firms. Okay. So I actually worked in Pakistan for a month. Okay. In uh, end of second year. Yeah. So you rather and, get uh, the money? You rather? I worked get it there, can, and then yeah. I worked at um, another big four company uh-huh. in Canada. Yeah. And because I got that co-op. So your job in Pakistan. How much of that was because your grades were good, and how much of that was because you had pull? Honestly. Oh, it's both. 
Yeah. Um, in Pakistan, I say yeah, more more dependent on poll. Yeah. Um, but again, a lot of people there did get it because of their grades. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Most people I was working with. Yeah. Mine was kind of like I was doing school in Canada. I just I was going back home anyways because I would be going for in the summers and the whatever. winter. Yeah, yeah. If I was here, if I was there, I'd be coming here in the summer, winter. Yeah, yeah. Not in the winter, but the summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going for like two, three months. Mm. So, so like, I okay, just let me like, yo, let me just get something yeah. for a month. And it was Eid anyway, so I got like two weeks off. So yeah, I only yeah, worked yeah. like two weeks. Okay. But okay. I did that. And then when I came back the next summer, I got uh, a co-op here. Uh-huh. At a big four uh, firm. So accounting, you have big four. The big four. This is the four big companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which are? Deloitte, EY, KPMG, and um, PwC. Okay. So… Yeah, I don't know any of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know either until I was doing accounting. Yeah. But… um, So when I got that, I basically got a full-time position to come back. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo… I just… I was so like, why not just it. do it? If I have to do law school later, I still can. Yeah. It's whatever. Yo, I have a qu- I have a question. These big four firms, how many accounts do they take in per year? Like in in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I just know, if you like for example, like Deloitte. Like okay, I can only speak of my school. Wait, who'd you choose? Who'd you choose? That's confidential stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now nah, you can go on LinkedIn and find it, bro. Uh, okay, I went, I worked I worked at Deloitte. Yeah, but anyways, like so. Wait, I have a question. How many how many people were you with that were your same age or relatively the same age as you? At the company? Oh yeah, same position as you. In my in my service line? Yeah. Um, so then that determines how many people they hire, um, right? Like, in my team, like four or five people. But they're older than me. But okay. close to my age, yeah. Okay. So you're like the youngest person there. Alright, so… Especially so my co-op, yeah. So, so at this point, like you're part of the rat race of getting a job in accounting, right? Yeah, just… So you just completely… Put the rap shit on pause at this because, point. Not just because of that. Like, I'm good at handling a lot of shit at once. It's yeah. more like, at that time, I… But I feel like you can't be part of that. Like, I… I Like, like I feel like there's… Okay, so like accounting, right? Okay, because this is this is how I think about it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm also studying… Like, I'm studying a double major, right? So, I know that there's a rat race going on in the field of psychology. And there's so many people who… While I'm having this conversation with you, are currently while I'm having this conversation with you, there's people who are trying to advance their careers. So I know that I know what it's like. You know what I mean? Like it is kind of a rat race to get on top. So how how did you? So I'm, that's why I'm I'm assuming you just kind of let the whole rap shit go. At no, that but point. the reason, and I know what you're saying. For most people, I feel like it's that way. But first of all, when you're when you're trying to get a job like that. You yeah. can't just be focusing on your grades, right? You got to do a lot of extracurricular shit. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing that too. I was like but part of… All that clubs. extracurricular shit is to advance your career. I know, yeah. So you I was doing say? that. Yeah. But the reason I'm saying personally I know I could have handled it is because I was doing other shit at that time just not rap. Like, yeah. And the reason I wasn't rapping was not because of accounting. It was because at that time um, just the phase I was in in life was kind of like away from music. Okay, and okay. And from a religious point of view. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just the people I was chilling with, it was completely less like the opposite of um not not rap culture, but like people that normally go to concerts and listen to rap. I yeah. wasn't with that. You were with those guys. Uni. Yeah, so yeah. just because I, I got pulled away from it, and even when I would rap or perform, it was more like spoken word shit. Okay. And just even that was like at like MSA events, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or um like a club event, like something like that, like a school thing. So it was very small. Yeah. Right? Like I would perform for student associations. I rapped once or twice. I did spoken word. 
but for the most part, I just put it on the back burner. I was like, okay, yeah, forget yeah. it. Um, and for those four years, basically in uni, I did not pursue rap like that at all. Mm-hmm. And I, as certain, for certain like amount of time, I even stopped listening to music completely. Okay. So for, that's for the reason. reasons? Yeah. And at that time, the reason I'm saying I could have juggled both is because I was literally at school maybe like twice a week in third and fourth year. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was you. at a mosque the other three days memorizing uh-huh. the Quran. So I memorized 10 juz, like 10 parts of the Quran. Yeah. So you have 30 parts. So I memorized 10 in that time and then when I started working as well. So I was literally focused on that. Yeah, yeah. And also just studying the religion. Like I moved away from rap a lot at that time. To study your religion. Yeah. yeah. And then more recently, actually when Corona hit, yeah. then I started considering it again because I was like, yo, that's one thing I grew up on that I always loved. Was, I have to find a way to um to bring it all back. I guess merge them. Implement implement yeah. religion. Yeah. Okay. So even so, if that seems contradictory. No, no. So no. you you got religious when you went to uni. Yeah, basically. Why? Why what switched? Yo, it was like when I went to um so I would go as I said, I would travel to Pakistan a lot. Yeah. Um the the summer after graduating high school. I went back to Pakistan and I have these cousins. They're twins. Um, yeah. they're, they're older than me. Okay. A little bit older. Um, they basically, I grew up with them. Yeah. We were on like, basically grew up for like, like they lived with me in Pakistan for a long time in the same house. And so we always were more or less on the same vibes. Yeah. Like that. But that summer was different because that's when they started praying five times a day. Um, so they got growing out religious. their beards. Okay. Yeah. And like I would fast and go to Juma and things like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I wasn't like on this conscious. You, like, were you praying? I would pray not five times a day. Like in like here and there. Here and there. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like if someone told me pray, I'd pray. Yeah. 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 yeah I got you. Um, but I wasn't on that. So then they started changing. And then I didn't change right away. I started questioning myself because of that. Mm-hmm. I was like basically in my head I was just thinking like if these guys can change, then why can't I make a change in the same direction? But that didn't just completely make me religious at once. It was like, it, it sparked the journey of yeah. searching for like, I guess the truth. Okay. And when, that's when I started looking into and, scripture and, more. And like before that, or would you say you're just believing in God? I was just blindly. You are just blindly but believing. I, but you never really questioned the deeper... I didn't. I didn't question it, but it, it just always made sense to me because I feel like Islam is like that. That yeah. just from a, because you have the fitrah concept, which is your your soul yeah. or yourself. Okay. And yourself knows there's one God. So yeah. it was always. It was never like I was uncomfortable with yeah, that it's idea. Your, it's your it's your inner disposition. You know yeah, exactly. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Because of that, I believed in it and I prayed and I never found anything wrong with it. But I was just like. I can't be saying I'm on the truth or I'm doing the right thing if I don't even know what the difference is between yeah. this and other religions to a more uh, on a more nuanced level, yeah. Yeah, on yeah, a deeper level, true. right? Mm-hmm. So then I started watching a lot of religious uh, stuff, chilling with a lot of more religious people. Uh-huh. Um, I remember this Somali guy from UTM. He used to take me to a prayer room a lot. So that's what got me back into praying. Okay. Not back into it, but like more like the last time more I involved. prayed five times a day before that was like when I was 12 years old and then I just mm-hmm. fell off it. Okay. So the, from that perspective, yeah. Then I started praying three times a day, four times a day, five times a day. It kind of sounds and like you fell in love with it all over again. I did, for sure. Like, there's no way I would have memorized 10 
just yeah. the Quran, just like that. And You're, I, yeah, and my mean. my pronunciation of Quran was horrible. Uh-huh. And so I had to work on that. And also, um, just really, most of my days would be either studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or studying Islam. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I also got involved a lot at school with religious uh, events and what they call dawah, which is like preaching to some yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you but yeah, that was my life too? for like in uni for sure. So you started doing dawah as well? I would do dawah like here and there just at events. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Have a conversation with people. Yeah, yeah. I did that. I love to argue, bro. So I would just argue with everyone. Like it was bad. Because when I first got religious, it was like I, I did a 180 switch. Yeah. So I went from being that way to this way and then it was like religion is that's a really, so that, really powerful thing. Yeah. So that's what happens. I, I notice when people yeah. especially with Islam what happens is like they kind of get uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they get uh, sucked in. They get sucked in and and then it it's too polarizing and then they become too much on the other yeah. end and then they start getting like uh, like they start getting negative effects instead yeah. of positive effects, you know. But then, but then it comes back to that equilibrium, and then Hopefully, they chill out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying majority of the time. Yeah, yeah I always see majority of the time, guys. And and you know what it is? Because it's not I, sustainable. This is what I think it is. I think when 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 I've seen people, they have like you have the guilt that like you were on the wrong path for like from their perspective, they were on the wrong path for so long that yeah. they try to like make up for it. Yeah, yeah. So they try to go the opposite way, you yeah, know? And yeah. then they realize that, you know, it's a long journey and then it's just, they reach that equilibrium and they ch- just chill out. Yeah, and they snap back to the real world because the yeah. because university is not the real world. You're kind of in a bubble. Yeah, I agree Definitely, 100%. You know so like I didn't, 100%. I changed a lot, not a lot, but I did change in terms of the way I viewed Islam even in uni. But once uh-huh. I graduated, is when I was able to look at it in retrospect and try to assess it better. And also, the more you study, the more you realize, like, the religion is not black and white. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people try to make it seem like that. It's much more, like, Allah has designed the world. Like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, has designed the human being in a complex way. And so, first of all, the way that everyone interprets religion is different. Yeah. Right? It's not… So, wait. I know. So, I gotta ask you a question. So, when… When you're in uni, why'd you stop listening to music? You felt like it was wrong? You felt like it was against your religion? At, at one point, yeah. Um, initially, it was just kind of like, I need to focus on religion and this is just kind of no, diverting me. But, no, no, but I'm not talking about focus. Focus is one thing. Did you feel like… I felt like it was did you feel uh, like forbidden haram at one was, point, yeah. yeah okay. I want, but, I mean, there's religious arguments on both ends. Of, co- of course. Yeah. So… Yeah, that was a big factor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but it was not even just it's, that it's haram. It was like, I guess, the subject matter of rap, especially, I felt like it was just um, contradicting. Contradicting the religious Contradicting path. your beliefs? Yeah. Thing? Okay. Also, I feel like in that, like when you first get religious, yeah, I was at least, I wasn't, I was never like um, dogmatic to that point or um, what's the word? Extremist. But I just had like a black and white mindset. And it was like, yeah, you, the things that they talk about in rap is haram. And you're yeah. Like, you're like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't you, do it. You, you, and, early on, I feel like people put things in a right and wrong category. Yeah, everything. And then, and then as you kind of grow expand, up. Not, not grow up, but as you, as it expands, you understand that there's uh, more to it. 
yeah, like such like things are more complex as yes or no. They're not so binary. Yeah, they're know? not. Yeah. So so what what changed for you for you to not listen to music to get to this point where you're, you're create like you're creating music? Like how did that how did that change? So when I just got back into music, like maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you just got back into music? Yeah, like two years ago. Okay, so I just started rapping like in March, bro. Like oh, last really? March, like when Corona hit. Okay, okay. Like I wasn't putting out anything. Like I never put out anything prior to that. Okay, like uh-huh. that on that. You were just that. doing it casually for you and your friends. And yeah, stuff just, and just yeah, facts. Um, and even like mostly like my close friend circle knew I rapped. Yeah. And then when I performed on stage, other people knew, but I never like actually put myself. Yeah, you never there. said yo, I'm a rapper. Nah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So what got me back into rapping? I think just when I started listening to rap, I fell in love again with it. Like I think in yeah. in uni, I was in a bubble. I forgot about it. So I just put it on the so side. Did you? Did you put your belief system to the side, or did you integrate this into your belief system? That's an. I mean that it's still a work in progress, but it's more of an integration. It's always like, going to be I, a work I in progress. I can't put my beliefs to the side. That would just be like I just me as a person. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I've always been, I guess, like most people view me as being really controversial. Yeah, and that's even within the religious aspect of it. Not yeah. like oh, this guy's super dunyawi or super worldly. Yeah, but yeah. it's like even when I when I was just completely religious, um. I have like it's more like I have a rebellious nature, so I don't just want to go yeah, with yeah. whatever anyone's Anyone saying. Says, it's more like you want to question it. Yeah, and I like the deeper aspect of things and to dig deep and try to find the heart of things. So it's like when I rap now, the struggle is how do I not stay halal because that's too simple way of putting it. But it's like how do I inspire the Muslim youth and stay within my boundaries? Yeah. Not anyone else's boundaries, but my boundaries, and still um, maintain, I guess, um, faith and, and religion. You know what? You hard. know what I've always what I what I always think about, and like, so we, we we're we live in Canada, right? And there's yeah. a big Canadian Muslim rap culture here. Yeah, not not with Pakistanis as much, but definitely with Somalis and stuff like that. There's a lot of rappers who, especially who Muslim, in Toronto, yeah. who are who are Muslim, and I always think about it. Like, people often criticize them. For and this is this this happens in the UK too because there's a lot of um, UK, UK rappers Muslim rappers are, now. Yeah, yeah. But see the the way I look at this and like I'm not educated on Islam at all. But this is just the way I conceptualize it. Is like the things they the things you speak about are definitely wrong. But but I guess where do you draw the line between expressive art and Islam? Because it's kind of like if you've gone through things within your life. Don't you feel like it should be talked about? You should be not, allowed to talk not about that, it. Not everything should be talked about, but shouldn't you have the right to speak on experiences you had in your life? I feel like you should. That's that's literally the way I look at it. You know, um, the issue is if you have most Muslims, like the thing is, is Muslim culture, especially when they respond to things like music, it just tends to be toxic because you have haram police and yeah. you have people that just want to call everything out. Even though it's funny because they'll be on TikTok scrolling through a hundred videos that have music. And uh, girls dancing. And then as soon as they come upon the Muslims thing, yeah. then they want to comment haram. But they'll be yeah. looking at everything else. So yeah. it's like, if you want to be like that, get off social media. Because yeah, you're yeah. going to see haram, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you go to the mall, you're going to hear music. Yeah, so yeah. don't go to the mall then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, when you have that well, type of culture… That, I, don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, Shaz. Like, don't go to the mall. 
No, no I'm not saying don't go to the mall. I'm no, saying no, no, for no. people with that mindset that where music is haram. That not if you say music is haram, that's your opinion. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but but say, don't but, criticize other people when you know it's a valid difference of opinion. No, no, I actually no, but I actually is, knew someone like that. No, but but like, sorry, this 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 is I think the difference is that people don't think that there's a differing opinion. People people yeah. at large believe that the consensus is that music is haram. Of course, that's because. For some reason, um, a lot of the scholars that have, I guess, a voice have yeah. that opinion. And yeah, yeah, you have certain movements, I'm not going to name them, that are very strong. Yeah. Um, that will uh, like to push one-sided… And be more polarizing. Views yeah. of things, yeah. Yeah. And they are polarizing. And I was like, I believed in that too at one point. So yeah. What? That music's haram. But there are scholars that say music's not haram. And, and when they talk about music… They're not talking about. It's a, it's a really, it's a really uh, complicated yeah. situation. No, and I don't want to get into the no, 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 exactly, of that, But we, it's just none of us are, are educated to speak on it. it. But like, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, I I think that's the way I've always conceptualized it. That like, as a Muslim, at least from what, let's not even talk Islam. I think me as a consumer of someone who likes music, as likes listening to music, I lo- I want to hear about. Experience, I want to hear yeah. about Muslims going through real life things. Bro, it's like this. And okay. look, and and I don't know about you guys, but that… Okay, this is a controversial thing, but I don't know about you guys, but that doesn't take me away from… Islam? My inner disposition. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. I… But but then again… But it, it, it can… It can, right? So, so that's why I don't, I don't want to So can that. a lot of other things. That's that they, they also do, but yeah. when it comes to I music, like it they're depends. like… It depends on what you're listening to, you know? Like sometimes you'll be listening to different types of music. That's see, like, man, there's so many different types. But no, see, we're me, talking mainstream me, rap. Me, I, I, feel, I feel like music should always be like subjective. And I don't think it matters, honestly, about the what you're speaking about. But it also depends on what the person's taking away from it, you know? If someone's listening to like… You know, talking about like… Because like, 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 like this is the way I think about it. Like sometimes we watch movies that are really fucked up movies. Yeah. And… And it's just like, for example, like a think piece. You take something from that. Like, like you watch a movie where where there's some fucked up shit going yeah, it's on. Like you watch horror movies. You, yeah, you or you watch somebody. like a thriller, like a psychological thriller, and there's like an idea that they're trying to explore. And then you understand that, and then that's it. You get what I'm saying? Like it doesn't I, I feel like it doesn't understand the concept. It's of just what's enjoying happening. the art, sub like objectively just enjoying the art, and it's not and that's taking it. that's it. And you that's le- it. You leave you know? it right then and there. Yeah, like that's it. You you enjoyed it for what it is and yeah, that's the, it. There are also people who watch like certain things and then be like, yo, let me try it out, you know? Or they listen sure. to cer- or they listen to certain type of music and, and then they, they want to live that lifestyle, you know? And that's something that from the other side that you have they have like for people who think that music isn't against Islam, they also need to understand that opinion, that perspective that it's very hard to listen to certain genres of music and not feel like, damn, I want to go talk. To I want to go fuck on some girls or some shit. <laughs> like it's true. Yeah, I want to be, be a dope boy. You know, like, you know, yeah. Like you got under. I I understand. I understand both perspectives. Because I, I feel like there's something a lifestyle to you. You know, it's like, hey, this is where I am at now. I got nice cars. I got women that want me. Yeah, I can do all this stuff and no one's gonna stop me. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? You know, who doesn't want total freedom at but, that point? But I don't know about you guys, but do you not see? Do you not see influencers like that on all? No, spectrums? of course, of course. What There's about what about business guys? It's not just music. Yeah, like sometimes I look at business guys. Like Dan Bilzerian is not a rapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, for that, sure. That guy. Oh my. I know God. he's extreme, but he's not a rapper. Like anyone 
can promote a certain life. A fighter can promote. A Conor you know, McGregor you know promotes fake, that lifestyle. Right? You know it's all fake, right? Yeah, I heard that. You heard Bro. about that? Yeah, yeah. He has a huge lawsuit against him. Yeah, you can look yeah, at. I his, mean, yo, I don't like his story. His success story is too good to believe, anyways. Like, yeah, yeah, that he made all that money. I used to do that gambling, and you're just like getting yeah, steady yeah, income yeah. off. I know he probably says he invests now, but still, like, you need to have like something but, but, like, solid. Take that in. Imagine how many people started gambling because of that. You know, but it's not. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. That, he he was never. He, so the thing is, he was never a professional poker player. No, no, he was a celebrity. No, poker he's saying player. people probably start gambling yeah, they because they saw this guy got successful. No, Let me do so. Bro, but so. yo, it's like what you're a human about? being. No. You have a mind. I know, like if they're gonna you know get kowalled by no, no, but you know how easy it is for these guys to fall for like. Bro, of if course. I, if, I, if, if right now I tell you I made all my money as a professional gambler, if I don't do it, like you're you're probably never gonna go into gambling, bro. But what are you talking about? It's like it's like the guys who sell forex. You know, it's like they, yeah, they, yeah. They, no, they people get kowalled easily, bro. They promise you a lifestyle. That, yeah, but those forex people are selling programs. Yeah. If I just casually tell you, oh, how'd you make? If you ask me right now, if I got a nice car outside, how do I make my money? Oh, I made commercial. Oh, I buy and sell commercial real estate. Yeah, so nine out of ten people are not gonna be like, I bet I'm going tomorrow no, and no, buying no, a piece people, of property. That one person might look into it. You yeah, know? maybe they might. Yeah, get, one they, person might. And yeah, and bro, um, one person, another person, another person. Now you got a whole cult. Yeah. So the thing is, this okay from a okay. First of all, there's a couple of things. Muslim youth in like on a for the majority, they're gonna listen to rap regardless. Yeah, okay? that's true. So whether I rap or not. It's not going to change the influence that rap has on yeah. And you know now, another thing too that people have to understand that Muhammad Ali what yeah. Muhammad Ali did mm. a thousand sheikhs can't do. For sure. And Muhammad Ali used to box where there was females coming in the boxing course, ring. Yeah. You even, know, there's, even, there's, even Khabib. Khabib, yeah. Where, where there's girls who come in. Bro, a the, lot of people sport. say UFC is haram. They say the fighting is haram. Yeah. They say obviously him being around like Naked like girl, the UFC like girls, shit. yeah, yeah, uh, is haram. Yeah, but and he's religious and his like he's super religious. Yeah, yeah. But he still does it. And look at the impact he's had for Globally, Muslims. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm not uh, gonna lie. One concept I hate is like religious, super religious, extremist stuff like that. Bro, I hate that. I'm, I'm what do you mean? No, no. As yeah, a term, hate, you you yeah, mean I, you I mean hate, putting no, it I'm on, just, a, on yeah, a scale? I, yeah, because yo, I don't know if it's for you guys, but for me, it's like when someone tells you, yo, yo, I'm like a super Muslim. Yeah, I'm like a. I'm super saying three Muslim at this yeah, point. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like <coughs> it's kind of intimidating it's, to me. You know, like yeah. I don't I don't like because then I'm like yo, I can't say things around these per- this type of person. I can't act the way around this person because I'm like yo, they're gonna judge me or they're no, gonna I feel I'm, that too. Or they think yeah. I'm stupid because yeah. I don't understand yeah. basic like yeah. things that they've studied. Nah, and a lot like of that. times that you is know, the case. But do, do you mean, guys do you guys experience this too? Like, I know me. Like, I'm just gonna say straight up as a Muslim who I'm definitely not. Even remotely religious, but I try my like I, I I'm I I definitely inquire a lot and I try my best to like you know learn more. Mm-hmm. But navigating through Muslim social circles, Muslim social circles, you have to code switch a lot. <laughs> oh, social yeah. circles, yeah, yeah. you have to code switch a lot. You do, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like for example, like like there's a lot of times where I'm meeting a Muslim guy and I know the kind of guy he is, and he'll yeah, ask yeah. me what I study, and I and I won't say music. Yeah. Of course. You know what I mean? I, I know the kind of guy you are. So I don't want to… And, and it's like, I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable situation of if you're going like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, like and I don't want to put guy. myself… <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, I'd rather not say that. So you have to code switch a lot. Of course. But I don't like that. Like, it's, Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up because you're like, not being true to who you are. But yo, you know? it's not just religious versus non-religious people. It's even religious people versus religious people. Like, there's a lot of like, arguments that religious people have with religious people because they disagree yeah, with yeah. each other. Like, people call me Sufi, right? 
yeah, even yeah. if it's a joke. In in uni especially, like I was heavy on, I guess Sufi texts and yeah, like Sufi sheikhs and things like that. They be you super don't super Sufi? religious guys. You, sorry, you don't call yourself Sufi? No, because Sufi, Sufi is is kind of like a. Um, I know Sufi people are don't don't call themselves Sufi. It's kind of like self praise. Yeah, yeah. But Sufi in the sense that well, I for agree. People who don't know what what's a Sufi. Sufi is uh, so it's from the word in Arabic tasawuf. Tasawuf is Sufism. Mm-hmm. Tasawuf comes from wool. So the the people like the dervishes, the people who used to wander, the spiritual wanderers, mm-hmm. they were known for wearing wool. Okay. Because they didn't care much for the world. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a shit about possessions so and it, clothing. It's, it's the more mystic. It's just asceticism, side. mysticism. It's the more mystic side of Islam. Yeah, and it's controversial because of certain movements that happened in Saudi a long time ago. Yeah. Uh and I don't want to get into them, but basically you have the Salafis, the Sufis, you have different schools of thought, you have the yeah. Shias, the Sunnis. Everyone's, not everyone's arguing with each other. I don't want to make it seem like it's just yeah. arguments all the time, but there's a lot of stuff like that too. Like, so I, I would I, do something as little as get a fade and come to lead the prayer and get called out by fellow yeah, yeah. Um, Muslims. Or, it's uh-huh. just like, there's a lot of that toxic mentality there, for mm-hmm. sure. Where do you think that comes um, from? The fade part? Or? It come, Where do you think that, that, oh. that mentality? That, Animosity, just from the, the just from these these movements that are super hardlined, okay, and the way they you, preach you think Islam. That's what it is? Yeah, because it's like you're always but casting your eye on someone. You, you from think a, that's you think that's what spoils the youth too? Like, I mean, young guys like us. You think that's what it is? Spo- you, what do you mean by spoils? Like turns what, you off? Oh, it turns no, you no, off. No, what, what? I'm asking. You agree that there's that toxicity? Of course. Where does that? Where do you think that comes from? That's my question. It comes from it's kind of multiple sources, but one is the dogmatic. Dog, dogma is like believing in something from a black and white perspective and not yeah. really knowing the heart of it. Yeah. We just kind of do it as like it's a rule, rule book. Yeah. Islam is a rule book for a lot of people. They don't give a shit about actually if you go too deep into the spiritual aspects of it, they start saying that's bid'ah, that's innovation, that yeah, you shouldn't yeah. talk about that. You know, just do it. Um, a lot of people discuss, like I was heavy on philosophy too because uh-huh. I just like thinking and like, I like hearing other people's perspective. But a lot I got of people- discouraged a lot. Like brother, don't do that. You'll get lost. You lose yeah, your faith. Yeah. You know what? That's that's the same kind of experience for me. But like, people just tell me like, "Yo, don't ask questions. If just just do it." You know, especially like our culture. Yeah, the, our the earlier generation, uh, our parents, etc., and so on. Like, that's the culture. It's like you question it. My parents, alhamdulillah, thank God, it wasn't that serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I still I had a lot of debates with my parents even about things. And my parents aren't super practicing, but they pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pray five times a day and, and they're practicing to that normal extent. They're not like scholars or anything. They're not, yeah, they don't nah. like to study the theology. So, so when much, I got religious, <laughs> it's just questioning everything, right? Yeah, so yeah. So I'd have a lot of even stupid debates. No, no I know what you mean. Them. Like your, parent, your, your parents do things that they've done like for generations now. Then my parents are study. a lesser case of that. I know people who are very like culture for them is religion. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, that's there's no explain. barrier. That's what I was trying to say like There'd be sometimes you can ask you you ask questions they'll get upset like why are you questioning it like, yeah, just yeah. do it you know yeah. God said so just do it but yeah. then I meet people that are like bro ask me questions like yeah you you want to know this about that you want to yeah, know yeah. why this is haram you want to know why you can't do this like, yeah it and that I feel like that's a better way that's of the right way explain to someone because yeah. when you answer their question they're like okay I'm I'm at a peace of mind now bro blind faith is not faith yeah you know what I'm saying that? yeah yeah and Phil, what do you think about that and Allah does not want blind faith from people what's the point. Because then a Jew is just a Jew because he's born a Jew and a Christian is a Christian because he's born a Christian and a Muslim is just Muslim because he's born a Muslim. So it's, a, like so it's just family lineage-based type of… Yeah. What is that? Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I don't understand. Because, like, then everyone's just programmed to think a certain way. If you question it, you're going to get... You're kicked out. You're going to get out the fold. Blacklisted and then, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and exiled. I don't know. That, that's interesting that you said you were always into um, philosophy. Because I, I love I'm, philosophy, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I, you know, I, I was always into philosophy too. And, and even within my family, like I've, not so much in my direct family, but I've, I've heard a lot of Muslims say that either philosophy is borderline haram or philosophy is haram. Yeah. And, which is BS. I don't know. See, see the thing, the way I've always looked at it is like, you can have your view of the world from a, a philo- philosophical lens mm-hmm. and you can have your, your view of the world from a religious lens and I really don't think that they have any contradiction to each other. Do you get what I'm saying? So the thing is, you I can have philosophy in hand in hand, you know? No, no, no. They, I don't think they can work hand in hand per se. Why it not? It depends. Like, for yeah. example, like I think I, I can have I can have a belief. I can have a I can have a scientific model of life and I can have a religious model and the, and one thing is very uh, tangible and real and then one thing is more my theology my belief wait and but doesn't that just go against your belief though? no but I it's like so. there's I, certain I think... fundamental beliefs that you have to keep if of you course, if you course. take yeah, philosophy yeah, yeah. over those yeah, yeah that's yeah. the problem of course yeah if you take philosophy to interpret religion on a matter that's great yeah Right, that Allah didn't explicitly speak on, or the Prophet didn't explicitly speak on. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Or you, you just use it to interpret a verse of the Quran that's maybe um, ambiguous, v- vague. Yeah, right? yeah. I know some scholars will disagree with that too. Yeah, but yeah. there are a lot of scholars that followed Aristotle and Plato. Yeah, and they use their methodologies. I never and heard of a that. lot of scholars obviously called them out and yeah, said yeah. they're kafir or they're disbelievers. Yeah, but again, it's just scholars all. From from time have been debating and all these things. You know, the human so being you, is like that. How do you choose the right scholar for you? There's no right scholar for you. Like there's right scholar for you. Yeah. In the sense that you you do whatever um you think is right. Whatever gives your heart a serenity or that that sits well with your heart. I think basically. I think I personally I don't think that's a good model for choosing uh, heart right. and mind. Meaning because the, the thing, thing is, is just, I I mean don't blind follow. Of course, but. If you asked me five years ago what would make my heart and mind settle, those were, were things okay, yeah, that yeah. along. Okay, let me clarify. Really me. What I mean by that is you have so many different scholars. You have so many um, different, I guess, schools of thought, but not schools yeah. of thought in the in the fiqh or the law way, mm-hmm. but in the way of in the more ambiguous belief. Yeah, and yeah. things like that. So it's like first of all, especially nowadays, the average Muslim does not need to get into any nitty gritty stuff. Okay, that's that's super controversial. No, as in like questions like, um, questions that the average person has no reason to even okay. think about or deal with. Like, but as in as yeah, it depends because you can your nitty gritty and my nitty gritty and Roy's nitty gritty. Yeah, I mean, different. things that would not change the way you live. Well, basic. I have basic questions that would change. So the way I, I, live, I ask an I example. Right like, what's an example of a question? Hmm? What's an example of a question that you have? Um, if if we're if we're good Muslims, why do bad things happen to us? Okay, so that's a basic question. What I'm what I'm talking about is things like. So that's not a basic question. No, that is a basic question. That okay. is a question that you should ask. Yeah, and I don't mean you can ask any question you want, but I'm saying 
the a lot of religious people have gotten into things, especially the laymen, like the people who aren't scholars. Yeah. They be debating stuff like, where's Allah? Like, what does that even mean? What the, I can't lie. That's a pretty good question too. Like, if you just go around asking random people, no, where's no, Allah? No, no, it, no, no, it is no. a good question, but what Shaz said is correct. It's not, it's it's not, not mandatory to continue living. Yeah, you, it's, not. it's not. It's not like, but how do you, why do you get to decide that, you know? I'm not, I'm not telling people what they shouldn't not. I'm saying for myself, I don't think it's something that is important. Because yo… What is that really… Okay, if I tell you this… The yeah, average person I, I you agree ask, with Roy too because some people are more philosophical and they need to understand the things on a different level. God, you know? I mean, if it's something that's disbelief, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm saying there's a lot of issues that need to be resolved before you get into super philosophical things with the average Muslim. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now we, I'm not talking about students and knowledge and people who just study Islam all day. Mm-hmm. They can ask these questions and… and Sit uh, on it and yeah. ponder on it all day. Yeah. But it's kind of pointless for the average Muslim. I agree, yeah. I mean, no, I think, that's just one question. I don't question. know about pointless, but I guess there's bigger fish to fry. At least speaking for myself, like… But you know what's, you know what's kind of that bothers me the most is that sometimes you'll ask the same question to like two or three different people and they'll always give you a different answer. So why… See, that bothers you? That's… That's what interests me. No, that's bo- that's what bothers me the most. Because when it's something I really need an answer for, why the you give fuck me an am I getting three different Can you answers? give me an example? Like, I don't have an example right now, but I'm just saying like… Like in… No, like if, for example, what have, what have you got differing opinions on? Like, because you don't get differing opinions… I think that what, what people don't understand is you don't get differing opinions on majority of things. I, I At least from what I've noticed, if I ask 10 people about, yo, do I have to fast? 10 people will say yes. If I ask 10 people, do I have to pray? On Maybe, the fundamentals, okay, you're not yeah, going to get a different saying. opinion. Let's, you're going to get a different opinion. You ask, I think you, you only get somebody. a diff- different… Diff- you, you get a difference of opinion on things, on opinions that worth that are worth differing. No, but let's, if that let, makes yeah. sense. Let's say you have, let's say you ask a guy, like you ask three people, or let's say four, okay? Yeah, okay. Then you ask them, why are you Muslim, right? Or like, why, why, but that's why a subjective should, no, no, question, why should right? I be, why should I be Muslim? Like, okay. okay. They're all going to give you different answers. Yeah, but, that, but, but that's you're not asking a theological question. You're no, asking no, no, no. for an d- opinionated question. But um, what I'm saying is, uh, I, oh, I, I can't wear it right, but um, I right, say you have a legal question, okay? Yeah. You're going to ask someone, are ear piercings hold on for men? Yeah. You're going to get different answers. By the because, way, guys, for but the, for the most part, Shaz, Shaz has both ears pierced? Nah, they they're, they're, they're magnets. Say wallahi. Nah, I'm playing. But yo, if you ask, if you ask someone that, for the most part, you'll get your one-sided answer, which is haram. Mm-hmm. Then you'll get a scholar who actually looks into the proofs Looks at them based on their time and place. Looks, mm-hmm. uh, looks at where he is right now. Yeah. Because it's, it's the fiqh of the zaman, the place you're living in. Yeah. And uh, the time. Mm-hmm. It's not the, 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 the laws of 1400 years ago only. You have yeah, to look at what then, changes, right? But people say that, you know, like, like I've, I've met some Muslim people that say, yeah, you, it's okay to drink. You know, it's okay. No, to, but those are fundamentals. You can't go against them. Like you but can't then drink. there's things in the religion that are great. Bro, who told you you're allowed to drink? Yeah, who bro, told you that? Show I, me you, guy, that shit, you was like, that. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm not going to lie. I've heard so many people tell me, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay to drink. Because, you know. Who, like, bro? Like, who, who like, told who? you that, fam? Like, uh, yo, I've heard so many people say, like, yo, like they, who, bro? you said drink in the past so you can drink now. And I was like, I was like. Nah, that's cap. You're cap. Nah, bro, don't, God, bro, bro, there's something in, in Arabic. You say, it's known in the religion as a necessity. Meaning, like, you have to pray five times a day. No man can come and tell you, yo, you got to pray four times a day. Mm-hmm. No man, right? Alcohol is haram, it's haram. Pork is haram, it's haram. 
Yeah, but it's, but then but you have things. There's different Muslims that say, "Yo, you can you can." Yeah, drink, but you so can't keep... logically go against those because they're in the text cemented. Mm-hmm. But if there's something that either is not in scripture, yeah, or like there's earrings, differing, right? like what, like earrings, right? That's, earrings. That's... The only thing you have is a, a hadith that says Allah has cursed men that imitate women, yeah, and that women that imitate men, yeah. And I don't want to go into lengthy thing about this, but so are that you hadith, imitating women right now, or what's going on? <laughs> if yo, if all you gotta do to be a woman is put your earrings in, then yo, I don't know, fam. <laughs> you going to hell, man? Because yo, anyway. women be wearing suits, women be wearing ties, women be wearing watches on their left hand, left wrist. You know, women be doing a lot of men shit too, but we don't call out that. But yeah, it's, it's like, like in Scotland, as soon as, I, as, I feel like I feel like yo, in Scotland men like wear skirts. Men, Scotland men wear skirts. In Arabia, men wear dresses, literally maxis. Yeah, yeah. But that's not called out. Mm. You know, and they wear watches, which is jewelry. But as soon as you wear a chain, they're like, "That's hold on, that doesn't make any sense." Mm. If you switch that watch to a bracelet, just take off the timepiece. It's a bracelet now, but that, that's forbidden. But the watch is no, it. That is so Exactly. So, but anyways, anyways let, let's let's get let's get we, out of this. We're diverted. So, yo, back to safe, back, back to music. Yeah. The the goal for me personally is to cater to the Muslim youth, not exclusively, but to a certain extent, because if I feel like. If I've been in both circles, mm-hmm. religious yeah. and non-religious, and I'm personally able to conversate and chill and, and be able to relate to both sides, it would be a crime for me not to cater to both. And to somehow, I don't represent Islam and I'm not trying to be a religious figure, but I just got to be true to myself by saying, at the end of the day, I believe in this. And I feel that there's potential to spread it through entertainment and music. Yeah, but the challenge there is avoiding all those iffy parts. What would you say? What would you say to someone who's in a who like a young guy who's in a similar situation to you were to a situation that you were in? So yeah. like they're they're conflicted because they are religious and it's part of their belief system, but then they also have that 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 deep passion. That yeah, that genuine passion for music. Would what you would tell, you say to them? Would you tell them to still be in school, finish it out and then uh, try rap? No, no, out, I'm, I'm not talking you... I'm not talking about financial. For I that, yeah, about... I would say that. But in terms of uh if someone really grew up on something and it's not something that's completely forbidden or completely outlawed, I guess. If it's something like music, yeah, I'm talking about because you have a lot of cases of Muslim artists so it's not something that's completely outlandish. I, mm-hmm. I would say pursue it. The only thing you got to keep in mind is the industry is a certain way. And if you're trying to be mainstream, you're going to go against your values for sure. And But that's not to say there isn't a niche that that person can cater to. And even beyond a niche, that person can still be well-known. We know a lot of rappers that are spiritual or a lot of rappers that are political. Yeah. Like MF Doom, he did not give a shit R.I.P. about... R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. He did not give a shit about mainstream culture, right? Yeah. He did his own thing. And he found his niche and he took yeah. that shit global. Even yeah. Drake, I don't, I don't know if it's true, but he says he's his favorite artist. Right? So it's I like, even someone like Drake, who's super mainstream, yeah. says that, you know that you can make impact without That's true, going yeah. through that. that. There's not one stream, even though that is, I guess, the most profitable stream. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't want to quote-unquote sell your soul. So the hard part, it's not going to be easy. It's always like, you're going to face criticism from your fam. You're going to face criticism from people. Mm-hmm. Religious people, non-religious, maybe sometimes, and it's like you just gotta be true to yourself. You gotta look at your values and communicate them to the world in whatever way is possible. The thing is, you're gonna speak about your experiences, and a lot of that may be haram. 
Mm-hmm. Right? The point is not to promote the haram. The point is just to say, yo, this exists. And I'm trying to go on the path of purification. And but what if to, you're not? If you're not trying to what? Like, what if the point where you are in your life is a fucked up place? I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to express yourself in so, whatever state you're in. So but you, you think in that situation, it's best to like objectively express yourself? Yes, but again, just from a, from a religious point of view and just from a moral point of view, there's boundaries. Yeah. Like there's certain things, especially based on the youth and based on the time we're in. Yeah. They're acceptable that weren't acceptable before. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to tone it down to the same level that you would have 50 years ago. Yeah. Right? But you need to tone it down to a certain extent where you can't be from a religious perspective or uh, just a moral perspective like saying things that are completely against just a moral human being. But yeah. you can still say things, I guess. Um, at least I would say things that are within my experience and things that I know that the youth are going through. Yeah. But I don't try to promote it. Like I try to say it in a way that's just like, it is what it is. I'm not trying to tell anyone to do this. But it's like, this is what I've gone through. And then I also have a lot of conscious tracks where I'm strictly speaking about that. And I feel like in that, people will find balance because obviously in Islam, the best path is the middle path. And that's actually the hardest path to be on because people normally gravitate to one extreme. Yeah, yeah. They're super non-practicing or they're overly practicing if, that's yeah, even, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. I don't agree with that one. Because, yo, it's like what people say, yo, if you smoke weed, don't go to, don't go to Juma. Yo, well, you shouldn't. But that's... No, I mean, make you sense. shouldn't go to Juma high. No, don't... Not that high. I'm saying if you just... If oh, okay, you, okay. If, if you, you smoke, engage in certain sins, mm. that means... What's oh, the no, point of... What's I, the point I, of praying? I don't praying? believe in that. I believe... Even if you sin, you should still... Yeah, because everyone sins. Just try to pray, you know? Yeah, because only the prophets didn't sin. Mm. Everyone else sins. So it's like... But I, I don't agree to the thing you said, how you're either super non-Muslim or... No, I'm not saying you should be. I'm saying you people you tend to, to be like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You agree with that? Yeah, I'm in the middle. So. You're in the you're in the middle path. <laughs> I'm in the middle path. Yo, congrats to you, fam. Because I haven't my, my haram haram ratio is. Oh, you're one of those guys. What you to haram ratio? What's your haram? Yo, it's, haram like, ratio? it's like it's like eighty twenty. No, 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 like thirty. <laughs> 30-70. Yeah. And you think yes. that's the middle path? The middle path is fifty fifty. Fam, relax. Fam, you're dude. on your own journey. I'm on my you're, journey. You're, the, you're like in the left fam, lane. Fam, what did you get in math in high school? Just huh? tell me, fam, bro. Because you just said the middle path thirty seven forty five. 45? 45. So you flunked. Huh? You failed. Bro, you call what you want. 45? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, what was the question? Oh, bro, so, I, didn't, I didn't take math in high school, bro. Leave me alone. What do you mean you didn't take math? I didn't take math in high school. At all? No, like… You took locally developed. No, I didn't take locally developed. <laughs> I took applied. Oh, man. Bro, bro, you math, took locally though. Why are you capping? What are you, are you dissing, about? bro? Bro, you didn't take this locally developed. This guy said applied math, not even math. I actually didn't. No, no. I, I, You're dissing all college kids, No, bro. you know what's so fucked up? That… I took um, academic, failed academic in uh, normal school. Then I thought my dumbass was going to be super sick. I went into uh, summer school, did academic, got amazing. And then I was like, I, did, I thought, oh, yo, okay, fine. I did good this time. Went again in like, so it would be grade 9. So grade 10, I did academic again. Failed the fuck out of that. Because y'all got 30. You, <laughs> you get 30 just for showing up. Nah, bro. You got 40 for just showing in grade, up. In grade what? Got, grade 12? Huh? No, no. This is, this is grade, grade 10. 10. Was when you're then I failed. Then I went to mixed or whatever. And was there was mixed? Like, I swear it was just no, no, no. It was mixed. Mix it was mixed. And then I did mixed, and I was like, okay, this is this is not that bad. <laughs> Thinking, all right, yo, I'm gonna try it again. 
Failed again. Summer school again. And then grade 11 came. I was like, yo, fuck that shit. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> I, never, I never took math after that. I was like, yo, fuck that. Oh, man. Did you go to college or uni? Huh? You went to college, right? Bro, I went to, I went to uni first. Failed. Dropped out. <laughs> went to college. Then uh, dropped out. And then I went back to uni. Dropped out. <laughs> yo. Bro, because I've… So, you, know, you know here's the thing about me. I've always wanted to like… Do different things at the point in my life, you know? Yeah. And now and now I figured out like this is what I want to do and I'm I'm trying to pursue that now, you know? Okay. So Yeah. Like it took a long journey and a lot of money spent, a lot of OSAP. You're still on the journey. Yeah. But like <laughs> like I said, everyone's got their own path, man. Like I'm yeah. still trying to figure out my way throughout life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So Shaz, what's next for you? Climbing up the corporate ladder or <laughs> Yo Or doing music? Both. <laughs> That's the hard part too. One part is religion and music, and then it's yeah. the corporate world of music. Yo, at least, at least you won't have to be flexing like fake money. I know, I got that. That's why I say in my track, even if it weren't for rapping, I'll still be on. But the mic been calling me, won't leave me alone. Meaning, like, That's yo, hard as fuck. Sorry, hard. if I still, That's hard as fuck. Even, yo, if I leave rapping, I just say fuck it. Just listen to my parents and just be an accountant my whole life. Um, I'll be sad, inshallah. inshallah <laughs> but inshallah. I mean, something that just calls. Out your name every day and that you really want to do. It's hard, do. man. And it's hard to and describe it to people too. I know this guy goes to yeah. bed just chanting his name before he goes to sleep. <laughs> What's like, no, no, but like, Chaz. for real, like, I, it's so it's so hard to explain to people what it's like to have a genuine, like, passion. Like, I've, I've been doing this shit long before I've been getting paid. Of course. Yeah. This getting paid shit is new to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've, I used to do this shit for free for a long I'm time. I'm still not getting paid like that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still spending money. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I started like last year. And it's fun, man. Like, it's not even fun. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's not many things that I could do and not like check my phone for like five, six hours, but music. Mm. Yeah, facts. So. No, and it's not something that's like, I mean, people like to look at, especially like rap. I feel like they, it's, they, they, they cast a certain light on it that is complete evil. Yeah, it's not yeah. like there's so much, so much goodness that, and we were talking earlier before the podcast about Islam's impact on on rap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in the hoods, like Islam was such a big factor. That so many people converted, even you know, if Islam it was a nation. Part of rap culture, man. Of course, it's a part. Like it's rap it's, genius it's, did a whole video on just Arabic yeah, it's, terms. No, you know? it's it's a part. Yeah, of yeah, rap I saw culture. that one. It's pretty. Yeah. Good. So it's something that has a lot of potential, especially because most of the youth is tapped into rap. Bro, I'm telling you, rap is basically made up of three things. Well, let's actually, go, let's go. What's that? What's that? Yo, what's what's number Yo, one? Anime references? Anime? Yeah. Okay. Bro. They're only, Ichigo, I'm a hollow. only watch Genius videos. No, man. I'm, I'm being honest. Like, what rapper doesn't like anime? A lot. A lot of rappers don't like Bro. anime. I know a lot, lot do, a lot do. You think Pooh Shiesty is listening to, Yo, watching anime yeah. right now? Pooh Shiesty is watching Attack on Titan right now. <laughs> you be like, damn, that shit hard. You think… King Von, Yo. R.I.P. King Von, but you think he used to watch anime? Yeah, 100%. King Von did not watch anime. I know, no, no, I know 100% before he was like killing man, he was like, Yo, I'm about to go <laughs> Super Saiyan up in this bitch. Like, before he was killing him. I forgot now. Yo, you guys said three, bro. What's up? Yo, I honestly forgot. At least name one more. Anime, you. okay, Islam, and. Yo, I said last. And Hose? Huh? <laughs> did you say Hose? Yeah, what else? Yo, those are the three parts. Yo, <laughs> what about money? What about drugs? Huh? Yo, wow, you what about think every rapper just does drugs? That's, that's a big part, up. man. That's, that's a big part, up, man. Yo, drugs, drugs can be helpful. 
Especially, uh, especially psychedelics. Right. Right. This, this is where we end it now. <laughs> Alright, yo, anyway, yo. But yo, y'all think DMT is for Let's talk about it. Anyways, okay, yo. Um, I'll see you guys later. This is the Politicin <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Toshi. I'm here with Nafil and Shaz. Host with the most. Right, yo, thanks. <laughs>